high influencers, leaders, movers and shakers. This is Lenka and Alexander again. This time, straight from the Netherlands. We are the productivity experts from Earn More, Work Less Coaching and Consulting. And today we bring you another episode of the Influential Executive Podcast. As you know, we are all about personal leadership, productivity and growth. And that's why we bring you the number one podcast for leaders who want to grow their influence. Every week we bring you a new episode in which we interview world-class influencers who are extremely successful because they do what others can't do, won't do or don't know how to do. They step out of their comfort zone and explore the unknown. And you know, your influence only grows how you grow as a person. We want to show you that nothing is impossible. Our guests, they live on purpose. They do what they love most and they inspire many people. If they can do it, so can and you. you. <laughs> and are you on a mission? Because we are. We are on a mission to show to the world that having three degrees and all kinds of certifications, well, that's not the only way to success. Information without implementation is completely useless. And did you already read Think and Grow Rich? Well, then you would know that you must know how to organize all the information that you get it and how to use them. And so personal leadership skills are essential while turning your vision into reality. And in this podcast, we will share with the world how our guests build their dream life, how they make decisions and how they solve challenging situations. In the first episodes, you heard about our official partner, Black Paul Marketing. They run all our social media campaigns and they're outstanding at finding high quality leads so that we use our marketing budget as effectively as possible. At the end of this podcast, we have a special offer for you so you too can expand your brand awareness. In this episode, we interview the world's highest grossing platform sales speaker, Damien Elston. He sold around $300 million from the stage. Imagine that, being on a stage and speaking to hundreds or even thousands of people and by your actions influencing them to get off their seat. Take out their credit card and buy what you have to offer. Now, that is influence. <laughs> Damien is all about family, community and sharing. He gave us a completely new understanding about the true meaning of sales and influence. He shows how selling is directly linked to productivity and achieving optimal performance. So get ready, open your mind and prepare to experience the new way of selling. Welcome Damien to our podcast. Thank you, Alexander and Lenka. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Thank we talk you. a lot about influence. So who better to invite than the world's best platform sales speaker? Well, I really appreciate that. I've been doing this for 17 years now and influence is a big thing of speaking on the stage. However, a lot of people think that speaking on the stage is where you influence. And the reality is, is influence starts from one-on-one -on -one conversations. Influence also is when nobody's talking at all. Influence is about actions. It's not simply about words and what it is that you show or tell people. It's how you live your life on a daily basis. It's how you educate yourself, how you treat people, how you make other people feel. That's a true influencer. When I think Damien Elston, I think the 
personification of sales. That's how we got to know you. Have you always been like that? And how have you grown your sales abilities? So the answer would be a yes and a no to that one. Uh, as I grew up, as an, a young adult in my early 20s, I thought that I knew nothing about sales. Today, at the age of 41, what I've realized is that I actually was always really, really good at sales, and that started off when I was a child. So I was an only child raised by mom alone, and I found that I was getting pretty much everything that I wanted. And again, as a young adult, 20 to 24 range, I, I didn't think that I was good at sales. When I look back at my life, I, I can pinpoint so many things at the age of five, at the age of eight, at the age of 12, all of these things that I remember my mother did not want to do, but yet she did. And because she did it, that means, I mean, some people can say, oh, well, she loved you, so she wanted to make you happy. No, the reality is, is as a child, we sold and we got what we wanted. For some reason, as we get a little bit older, we just forget to get what we want. We forget to continue to ask. Maybe we ask and we're told the word no and we go, oh man, and we're so kind of shot down and we quit. Uh, it, it wasn't until 24 when I was sitting in a classroom environment, something like uh, what you guys teach right now and how you help people. That's what really changed my life. And, and you, you remind me of that person 17 years ago. What he said was, Damien, some men have a thousand reasons why they cannot do the one thing that they want to, when all they need is the one reason why they can. And that really is what you guys do for individuals right now too. And that's what I love. Uh, selling is easy. It's not hard. <laughs> People make things hard. People make things more difficult. And that's because we just over, we overthink it. So what is influence? The word influence really means to what? It means to influence a person's mind to think differently than maybe what they think right now, to think bigger than what they think right now, maybe to believe in themselves more than they believe in themselves right now. So the word influence actually is part of the word sale. It's the same thing, really. Well, one thing that I came to understand is that there's also a difference between selling and closing. And that's particularly something that I realized in the past few years, because in Dutch, in my native language, there's basically only one word that encompasses both of them. So what is the difference in your understanding? Well, for me, closing is at the very end when you're asking the person, please buy my service or buy my service now, or we want to work with you. Would you like to work with us? Closing is very different than selling. Selling is what you're doing in everyday life, every minute while you're awake. It is not just during the presentation. It is what you're doing on a casual one-on-one -on -one conversation with the individual before you even sat down at the closing table. Selling is your, pre uh, your, your presentation. It is you, your value. It's presenting to them what your program and your product is, all the benefits of what it's going to do for them. That's really what selling is. Selling is, again, influencing. It is persuading the individual to, again, think differently. And it is changing their mindset. Closing is asking for the sale. Will you buy from me now? How I know Damien is it's completely different <laughs> than seeing Damien on stage. Damien on stage is fun and in selling and entertaining. So basically <laughs> off the stage you're saying I'm not fun and I'm not entertaining. No, you are very fun and entertaining. But what many people might not know about you is that you are a very shy person. Yeah. 
How do you switch your mindset? So that's about, it's not even switching the mindset. What I like to do, I like to call it the Thomas Edison effect. It's about switching on the light switch versus switching on the mindset. So when, when people do get to know me on a personal level, one-on-one, -on -one, I am more shy and reserved like you just mentioned, Linka, and, and kind of keep to myself. Really more of what I am is more of a people watcher, watching what they do, watching what they say. And when I go on the stage, I understand that I cannot be this shy, quiet, a monotone type of individual that's just going to talk like this all day and never change their voice inflection or their tonality. Mm -hmm. So it's turned down the light switch. Uh, crazy enough, I'm very frightened when I go out there on those stages. Really? When there's all of those individuals that are staring at you and, and watching you. And, and a lot of times, you know, they've got their arms crossed. Well, what is this gonna, uh, you know, what is this person gonna teach me? And what's the value or what are they gonna sell me next? Things like that. So, you know, it is. I, I mentally put myself into the game mode to say, you know what, there's a hundred people, a thousand people, whatever that number is. They came here because they need something. They need something and they need to get that from you. You're the individual on the stage. So you owe it to them to switch that light switch on and become the person that they need you to be. And that's the most important thing of what I'm saying. They need you to be some specific individual for them to actually influence them to change their mind, to believe more in themselves. And again, I've been doing this for 17 years and I have to tell you, most individuals out there that I'm meeting, I believe in them more than they believe in themselves in the very beginning. So sometimes that's what we need. We need an influencer like yourselves to be able to believe in us more than we might believe in ourselves. It's kind of like being the parachute. You are the parachute. You are that safety net for those individuals to let them realize that, you know, it's okay to jump out of the plane with us because we're going to be there with you every step of the way. That's what a true influencer does. And that's what you do for us as well. I mean, we've been to many of your events and I thought I am I'm really horrible at sales. And you remember that. I even put it on the form where we had to fill all of those kind of information. I said, I can't sell. And soon enough, three days after our first sales training, I managed to sell. So what would you say that is the most important switch that people have to make when they think, I can't sell, I am shy, I am this introvert kind of person, I'm never ever gonna be able to sell. So I remember that day very clearly. I remember when I read your intake form for the first time and you did, it clearly said. So the question was, what else does Damien need to know about you? And your, your statement was, I cannot sell, I don't know how to sell, I'm afraid of selling. And I remember then when I started working with you one-on-one, -on -one, that's what you believed to be true. You wrote it down. Therefore, in your mind, your perception was your reality. Lincoln doesn't know how to sell. And you know what happened? The big shift was we just had to build up that confidence within you. And the reality is, is Linka is a very confident individual. You, you are a confident individual in all kinds of other things that you do in life. Mm -hmm. Selling is the, was the unknown to you. So we built up your confidence. I then continue to say, Linka, I need to see the real Linka. Let the real Linka come on out. And as you built more of that trust with me, you allowed yourself to believe the things that I was telling you to say, you know what, you're right. I should believe more in myself. I can sell. 
And that was really the big shift. And again, that goes back to what is an influencer? An influencer is somebody that helps you believe more in yourself than what you're believing right now. Or the influencer may be able to get you to change your mind about a specific uh, ideology that you might have. I was able to influence you that you were great at sales. And do you remember what happened as soon as you went back home? Three days later, you closed a big what? I closed a huge deal. You closed a huge <laughs> deal. Now you have this international podcast where people are listening to you all over the world. That's selling. That is influence. And then you've come back for the second time around, back over to America. And that's what really makes you and Alexander so special. You live in Europe, and yet you continue to fly all the way over here to America. And you're not flying over here for a day, two, three days. You're coming over for two weeks at a time. That is investing in yourself. And a true influencer does invest in themselves. An influencer is really a leader. And you two are leaders within your community. And this podcast that is li literally listened to all over the entire world proves that and it shows that. And the other good quality of an influencer is they realize that learning is a continuum. It's something that they always have to do. And that's why you're back here in America for the second time now. I know that you've already scheduled to come back here to America again. And that's who people want to learn from. People want to learn from individuals that are always continuing to learn. The whole purpose of learning is to learn from an individual that has a higher IP. And when I say IP, I mean an intellectual property than what I've got right now in that moment. Uh, like, let's talk about uh, productivity, for example. You are specialists when it comes to productivity. Now, I'm good at productivity in certain things in my life, but not all aspects of my life. So even though I've been in business longer than you, even though I make more money than you, that doesn't mean that I am better than you at productivity. Now, I may be better at selling than you. Productivity is what you're the specialist in. So anyone that's listening to this right now, if their IP is lower than yours in a productivity, then they would want to hire you. They would want to do business with you. That's just how we work as a human. If I'm an individual that, uh, you know, maybe negotiating is not what I'm best at, but Alexander is the best negotiator that I've ever seen. Well, I want to then hire Alexander to teach me to be a better negotiator because he can bring me to his level. And that's the whole key. I want to work and surround myself with people that are at higher levels than me in certain categories within my life. So the reality is, is we're not all great at everything. We have a lot of good things that we have, but we also have some things that we have weaknesses in as well. The one thing that I remind myself of every single day is selling is helping. And every single company was created to help, right? So Damien, you are in a business where you're helping individuals, companies, huge corporates, what is your why? Well, we have to, before we go to the why, we have to come back to that question that you asked me again of, of how do you turn on that light switch? How do you help a person become better at sales? You were that person that said, you're not good at sales. Well, what you just said is I learned a very important lesson that selling is helping. Now let's go back to day one. Why did you learn that lesson? It was because myself influencing you to believe in a different method. And that method was, and I can tell you when Alexander and Lincoln first sat in front of me, I said to them, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? I wrote it down on a board and I asked, what is your purpose? And I said, don't answer me right away. I want you to think, go really deep. What is your purpose? 
everyone in the room, including Alexander and Linka, started off with, you know, what their product was, what their business was, how they, you know, helped somebody with the features or whatever it was. And uh, I had to yell at them. I had to yell at them. That is not what your purpose is. And everybody's yeah, looking at me and they're thinking, you remember? Yeah. yeah. Very and, and, and the reason that I had to yell, I, and when I say yell, it's not yelling at individuals as they were in trouble. It was about bringing up the voice and fletching, the tonality, so people could understand that the answers that they just gave were not the right answers. And why were they not the right answers? The reason is very simple. Your purpose is to sell people. Your purpose is to sell people. Now, I remember your faces when I first said that. It was in shock as, what? What do you mean our purpose is to sell people? That's not what our purpose is. We don't want to sell people. Well, the reality is, remember, influencing means to sell. Persuading means to sell. Getting anyone to do anything different than what they have always done their entire life means to sell them on that idea. And as soon as you believed that your purpose was to sell, meaning, you know, you, again, you both are very good at productivity and helping people to be better at the production that they have. The reality is, though, is that you're not selling productivity. We're selling ourselves. We're selling that we are the best people to work with. We're the right people to have on your team. And when you have us on your team, then your productivity is going to go up. And that's where the whole light bulb went for you. Now, sorry, we went way off on a no, left side I right there. I think it's amazing your that you went vertical. I mean, I love that, that you explain things really in depth so that people understand. It. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, going back to your question is, is you just asked me why. Why do you build the company you are currently building, I coaching and consulting. Why do you want to help people? Why do you want to have, help corporates? Good. So it goes back to exactly what I just said. My purpose is to sell. My purpose is to sell people. My purpose is to sell individuals. My purpose is to sell the corporate, the business, etc. Why? If we do not sell them, they will continue to do what they have always done. And we've all always heard, if you continue to do what you've always done, that's the definition of insanity. financial insanity. So that's what the purpose of iCoaching and consulting is. Our purpose is to sell uh, for a company, for example, that their marketing is not working right now. And what could we do to better their marketing? And if we bettered their marketing and they got a return of 40% additional than what they're getting right now, what would that mean to their business? What would that mean to their employees? What would that mean to the longevity of what they do? It could be that, you know, possibly we're talking about an individual right now and that individual needs eye coaching and consulting. Well, why do they need us? They're stuck. The whole reason that anyone needs uh, any kind of coaching in life is because they are stuck. Whatever they're doing is not working at the, the either the pace that they want or whatever it might have been. Maybe it's just financially speaking. We're not achieving what our true potential is. If we go back to day one when I first meet people, no one's earning their true potential of what they're worth. And, and that's really the most important thing for all of you that are listening right now is hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're not earning enough money, that you're not creating enough revenue. What I'm saying is that you're not earning what your true worth is. You know, maybe when you break it all down, you're making 20 an hour. Maybe you're making 85 an hour. Maybe you're making 150 an hour. The reality is, is are you happy with that? 
Are you happy with the fact of that number that you're making right now? Are you financially free? Are you able to do whatever you want to do without asking permission, without asking, can I afford it? Can you wake up and any day of your life and literally just do whatever you want to do. That's what financial freedom is. And in order to achieve that financial freedom, they need individuals like you, they need individuals like me to teach them what to do and how to do it and how to do it at a faster rate. You know, what's really cool is that, yes, I've been doing this for 17 years, and yet I have students, I have clients just like you that are going out there and creating things in their first year that took me three, four, five, eight years to do. That is because we have developed a system and a process of what works. And here's the reality, if it works for me, then it would work for you. And what I would tell all the listeners out there is that you two have drastically changed your life. You have that financial freedom of where you can do what you wanna do, go where you wanna do, live life, travel the world. And that's something that so many people out there in the world want and it's what they need as well. Why do they need it? Studies show the more we travel, the longer we'll live. As soon as I heard that study, yeah, th this is a proven fact. A proven fact is the more we travel and we get out there and we see the world, we can actually live on average five years longer than the individual that doesn't travel. When I heard that one, I said, sign me up, sign me up. I will travel more if that's what it means that, you know, to be able to live a little bit longer. Sounds like a good deal. Right? We with Irma work less, we're very much about personal leadership as well. So that's about the outer world, but also about what, what goes on inside of you. So we coach small business owners so they can live the lifestyle they want, earn more and work less. And we found that much of it is about their mindset, <clears throat> about how they talk to themselves, about what goes on in their minds. So can you share a little bit about what goes on inside of your mind when you're in a sales conversation, one-on-one -on -one with somebody, and possibly also on stage. Yes, what goes on in my mind is very different than what goes on in a lot of individuals' mind. So <laughs> it, it, you know me, so you've heard it many of times, and when other people will get to know me, I always tell them selling isn't hard. Selling is very easy, and for me, selling is fun. Selling is a game. Now, what I mean by that is I'm not in my mind when I'm having a one-on-one -on -one conversation or if I'm on the stage saying, Oh my goodness, what do I have to say next? How do I need to say it? I went through step one through four. What was step five again? I'm not doing any of those things. I'm just in my mind having a good time. I'm having fun. Things will come into my mind and I'll just say it. And, and the whole reality is, is all I'm doing is watching you. And that's why it's fun because I'll say specific things and watch how your body moves or your face moves or the smile that will be created. Or I'll watch how you just simply raise your hand without me asking you to raise your hand. When that is happening, I'm sitting in my own mind and I'm going, wow, this is cool. You know, I'm an influencer right now. I'm saying simply words right now and people are doing what I'm asking them to do and they may not even realize that they're doing it. So it's really fun to be able to see that you can lead a person to where they need to go. And, and again, let me talk about that. You have to lead a person to where they need to go. It's just simple facts. Again, this is scientific proof that everyone needs to be led to a decision. If you do not lead a person to a decision and what you do instead is say, you know, uh, here are 28 options. What one would you like? People get overwhelmed 
And it's like going to a restaurant. And, and I think for a moment, have you guys ever been to a restaurant where you open it up and it's like, not just a page, there are eight pages. And it's <laughs> multiple, not only multiple different foods, it's multiple different kinds of foods. Like I went into a restaurant where there's American, Italian, French, Korean, all on the same menu. And my first thought is, how in the world are you cooking all of these different things? Then my mind goes to, if you are cooking all of these different things, where do you store all of this food and how long have you been storing it for? Is it even safe to eat anymore at this point in time? You know what I mean? What happens to me is I go in a restaurant like that, I get overwhelmed and I'm like, oh my, I don't even know where to go here. There are so many different options. So what I would rather had is a shorter menu that had only a few options on it and a little bit of leading me to that decision. And that's where a good waiter waitress would have came over and would have said, so have you had that opportunity to look over the menu? I would have said either yes or no. And then that good waiter waitress would have said, you know what, I really wanna recommend two of these things that we have. These are the house specialties. I'm telling you right now, mouthwatering. It's so amazing. It's one of those foods that just make you wanna to continue to come back over and over and over. So we might've made the recommendation like that. The better waiter or waitress would have come over and said, you know, what kind of food are you looking for? Are you more of a, a individual that is liking fish or chicken or, or beef or are you a vegetarian? At that point, we would have given the answer and let's say that you said that you were a vegetarian. Well, let me just tell you right now on the menu, I can take out three of those pages for you right now because those are the ones that have all the meat. If we focus right here on the menu, this menu right here, these eight items is the vegetarian portion. You don't even have to really look at the eight things. There are two things right there that are by far the best of the best of what we have to offer. And what's gonna happen is you're gonna end up probably ordering one of those two things. And as you ordered one of those two things, then I could have said something very simple as, you know, a lot of times I find that the vegetarians are also looking for extra protein to be able to put into the meal. And I've got two things here that we could add that would give you a little bit more of the protein. Would you like to add one of those? That's, that's influencing. That's what selling is. That's leading a person to making a decision. I'm telling you now, doing it in the right manner, the person doesn't even finish looking at the menu. They end up just simply closing the menu, putting it down and says, I will take what you just yeah. explained to me. It's a brilliant example and it's immediately also a metaphor for any business because every business has one or multiple products and services which basically form the menu of what they have to offer to their clients. That's exactly right. Uh, yesterday in class, you know, we showed you how we have a back end, mm -hmm. but then there's a back end to a back end to a back end. So in reality, there's actually well over 20 different programs that a person could choose. But yet if you go to that individual and say, well, here's these 20 different programs, what one would you like? They're gonna have very confused mind and a confused mind doesn't buy. Not only does a confused mind not buy, a confused individual does not move forward with a new action in their life. They have to understand exactly why they're going to do what they need to do. And that's, a lot of people get this wrong. So you have the how to do something and you have the why to do something. And this is where productivity planning comes into play. Production is not about how to do something. The how is literally only 20% of life, 20% of business, and the how is only 20% of pr productivity. The why is 80%. I have to understand why to do what I need to do in the specific orders. And that's why it, I love what you guys are bringing to the world. When a person works with you, 
they're able to find, and, and here's why I like it, because I find people all the time, I don't have any time. Why don't you have any time? I'm working 60 hours, 70 hours, 104 hours a week. The reality is, is again, I have 17 years in the industry. None of them are working those kind of hours. And those of you that are listening right now, I'm telling you, you're not working those kind of hours. Yes, you might be clocked in, you might be checked in, doing your what you thought was a 12-hour or a 14-hour day. I've seen it with my own eyes where Alexander and Lincoln can take an individual that is working 14 hours and literally subtract six hours right out of it. Now the person went from 14 hours down to eight hours, and I've seen the proof that the person is more productive working the eight hours instead of the 14. I mean, what kind of decision do I have to make? This is a no-brainer. This is what I want to do. I want to work less and earn more. Work less, earn more. It's not a hard concept. What's hard is that people think that they know it all. (laughs) <laughs> and what's difficult is because they've been working a 10-hour, 12-hour, 14, 16-hour day for 18 years, they believe that to be the norm. This is what everyone is doing. Well, the reality is not everyone is doing that. Good entrepreneurs, good business owners like you, they don't have to put that kind of time and effort. Now, imagine this. Imagine that someone can teach you how to take your 12-hour day and accomplish the same amount in six or seven hours. Now, because your work ethic is so good, imagine that you keep working your 12-hour day if, if that's what you want. What it tells me is that they're gonna do two or three times more than what they're doing right now, and yeah. that's gonna lead them to the path of financial freedom, which is what we just talked about. So you asked me, why do I do this? Why is I coaching here? What is my purpose? My purpose is financial freedom. I was able to create a financial freedom for myself, for my family, and I want to help others do that same thing. Why? Because 17 years ago, that's what that one person did for me. If that person did not do that 17 years ago to smack me across the face, not literally, but you know, figuratively speaking, I wouldn't be here right now today. That's why I do what I do, and that's why you do what you do. Um, I hear one word coming back in uh, in everything you say, and that's the word why. Now, we also hear you speak a lot about going vertical. How do those two relate to each other? And what does going vertical mean uh, for you in your communication? So in communication, vertical is very simple. Uh, here would be a definition of horizontal and a definition of vertical. So the individual is ready to do business with you. And what happens is they say, so what's the next step? Horizontal would be, well, the next step is we'll do the agreement and then we'll move forward. Vertical is what we're going to do right now is the agreement. Once we've done the agreement, we'll then start the process right away. Mm-hmm. I said exactly the same thing in both. The difference is, is the second time around, I didn't say we're going to do the agreement. I said we're going to do the agreement right now. Right now is the vertical. Right now is the, the decision that we're doing it in the moment. Not that we're going to do it later. Not that we're going to give somebody a prospectus and they're going to look over the whole performa and everything else. And then we're going to have another meeting next week and get back to it. It's We're doing this right now. So Alexander might have said, uh, well, Damien, I want to be a part of your inner circle. 
how does that work? Well, right now, what we're going to do is we're going to do the agreement. And as soon as we've done the agreement, then you're officially a part of the inner circle. And what's amazing about that is we're going to be able to help you change your life forever because we're going to always be working on this together as a community. The whole difference of the vertical was the right now, right now, right now. Most people speak horizontally speaking and horizontally speaking, they're not given an action. So vertical means to put an action. For those who know Damien, they will also know the very special look that Damien has in his eyes. I was constantly looking around myself. Like, I've heard about this look before. Can you explain it to me? What do you mean? So I remember having the conversation with you and you were almost like staring in my eyes and you are not, you are not moving. There is nothing, just smile and, and this glaze in my eyes. I was constantly looking around myself like, okay, where is he looking? Is someone standing behind me, under me, inside of me? You just make instant connection with people. You know how to help them and you take the time. You take the time to get to know them. It's, it's not at all that you go and say, yes, guys, you have to buy this, not at all. I remember you asked us a question, we had a very nice conversation and before I realized we made a huge investment and the return on investment was amazing. That's, that's not even the thing I wanted to mention. You just, you just, it was, you were just telling stories. And that was for me, that was for me a huge wow. Because I thought like, oh no, sales is all salesy and I will have to close people in a weird way and I don't know how. But what you just taught us is so completely different. I'm just having fun. I can have a chat with people and at the end they say, thank you. When did you realize that it's so, I mean, it's not so easy as it seems at first, but when did you realize that you can actually sell in a very nice and fun way? So it goes right back to what you just said, stories. Education doesn't sell. Education also doesn't influence. It is stories that sell and stories that influence. When you hear of all of these big triumphs that people have had in their life and they get interviewed and they go, what in the world happened in your life to make you believe that you could do this or believe that you could do that? Because there are some huge things that people have done in this world. I'm telling you now, go back to all of those stories. None of them are saying, well, it was, I had a teacher or I had a professor or I had somebody that taught me step one, two, and three, or step seven. That's not what they talked about. They literally, every time, talk about how there was a person. There was this person or something happened in their life that influenced them. And when they talk about that person, they then always tell us about that person and they tell us it in a story. They don't even realize that they told us in a story. And the reality is, is that what they're sharing is, well, you know, the teacher that I had, the professor that I had, whatever it was, they, 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 were, they were helping me to envision what it was. They were telling me the story. They were, they were showing me what my life was going to look like when I become this individual, when I take these certain actions. So it wasn't the education that ever influenced somebody like that. It was some sort of a story that did that. When we, when we watch a movie, what happens? When you watch a, a good movie, a good movie that uh, maybe it's a, like a love story, 
a love story that is just so you're watching and you're like, oh, and, and it melts you and it takes you back to when you were a teenager, whatever it was. What's, what is the movie really doing? It's telling a story. And if it tells that story in that way, what happens is we go back into our own mind. Uh, we may be of the age of 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, and yet the, the movie is a story of, you know, two 18-year-olds or two, you know, 22 to 24-year-old range. And, and we literally go back to that moment ourselves. We can remember that time when something like that happened in our lives, or we go to that, man, I would love for something like that to happen to me. It's a feeling that we get. And that's what stories do. Stories help us feel something. Education doesn't help us feel anything. Uh, hearing that there are seven steps, that is all the how. The story is the why. So I don't ever sell outside of stories. I don't ever teach outside of stories. If you listen to me for two hours or if you listen to me for two days, you will find that I'll go from a story to another story to another story. And in many cases, that's given you an example. The example that I give you might be a real life story of mine. It could be a third party story of someone else. It might even be a story of somebody that's in that audience right now. Stories are what sell. Stories captivate. And again, we want to be a part of that love story. And that's why I say the love story, because everybody wants to find what whatever that thing is, and whether it's love or on business side, how to be a better salesperson, how to be a better negotiator, how to be a better leader, how to have more productivity in their life. And in reality, I mean, for a moment, if you just step back and you look at what is the most important thing in life, what is the most valuable thing in life? It's not money and it's not anything else that anyone else would say except a four-letter word. The most valuable thing in life is love. But you know what we don't have enough time to do? <laughs> to love. We don't have enough time to love. Why don't we have enough time? Because people are not as productive as what they could be. So generally, in a financial sense, when people say, what is the most important thing, money or time? Everybody says time. Mm -hmm. Time is more valuable than money. If you had all the time in the world, you can make all the money in the world. The reality is, is if you had more time, you could actually enjoy your family more. You can enjoy your spouse more. You can enjoy your children more. I have six children. And the crazy thing is, is when your child's born, you feel that you have 18 years and this is so long and you have so much time to do the things that you want with your children. And the reality is, is you don't. Uh, my oldest are 19 and 18 already, and it doesn't feel like it's been 19 years. I mean, I would have thought it was a five to eight years at most. It goes by so quick and you can never get that back. That's why productivity is the most important thing that a business owner needs right now, because if they are truly working those 12, 14, 16 hour days, well, then what it means is they don't have balance in their life. So they're neglecting their spouse. They're neglecting their children. They're neglecting themselves. You know, they're not able to go fishing, bowling, shopping, golf, whatever it is that they may want to do. And the reality is, is you cannot work 12, 14, 16 hour days for two years, five years, 10 years. Why? Because it turns into 20, 25, 30, 45 years. We then wake up, we're 68 years old, and we realize that we never did any of the things that we loved to do. So what word did it come back to again? Love. Yeah. We don't do what we love when we don't have the time and we don't have the time because we're not being productive in life.
I, I make many clicks. What, what I see and what fascinates me in Damien is that Damien lives by the principles, the core values of our earn more, work less system. So in our course, How to Work Stress-Free, we show people how living by five values guides you to earn more and work less, guides you to live more in love. What are the five values? Well, the first one is integrity. Integrity. Okay. Integrity means to act in accordance with the truth. So always be searching for the truth. So the truth of yourself is what you're meaning. So integrity with you to your core beliefs, what's important for you, because integrity really means something different in all different realms. Like I've got a water bottle here and we could talk about the integrity of the bottle itself, meaning the strength of it. Whereas you're talking about the integrity of a person versus of an integrity of a business. And I'm, I'm glad that you talked about that because without going deep into something like that vertical, people think integrity could mean something totally different. Integrity to me means first to be true to yourself, be true to you, to live that life that you want to live and that you deserve to live. And again, for me specifically, because I have that family, that integrity means my integrity is true to me and to my children, to my spouse. That is where my integrity is. And if I'm not doing that, then I can't have the other four values in my life. All five values have to be in sync. So I love that one. Yeah. What are the other values? Integrity indeed is what binds everything together. The other values are empathy, the ability to see the world through somebody else's eyes. Good. So talk about that right there. You're asking me, how do you sell better? How do you influence? Well, you do that by looking through other people's eyes. Most people, they sell as the salesperson to the other individual. And that's not what I do. You always put yourself in the position of the other person. Put yourself in their shoes. Feel what they are feeling, and then you can truly help them. I love that. So we've got two of these values already. I love both of these. What are the other ones? You're going to love the other ones as well. <laughs> The third, the third one is patience. Okay, explain to me what do you mean by patience? Patience means to um, wait for the right moment to take the right actions. I love it. See, what happens is, well, and, and it's not about patience of the right moment for the right actions. I jump out of the airplane. I jump out of the airplane over and over and over. I'm taking action nonstop. <laughs> What I look at more is because you, had, you know, you had me on here because you wanted to talk about selling. Well, patience is being patient to simply watch the other individual, yeah. to learn who the other individual is. So what patience means to me as a speaker, as a salesperson, it means for me to talk less and listen more. Talk less, listen more. That's what patience is for me. If I'm patient like that in a sales opportunity, then I'll find out what you need. What happens is so many people, they get into their own mind and their own head, and they're trying to rush the entire process. That's where I want to be patient. Now, if I ask you, do you want to be a part of my inner circle? I'm looking for people to jump out of the airplane. There is no patience for that. There is no waiting for the right moment or the right opportunity. So there's, again, that's why there's a deep dive. Patience has two totally separate meanings depending on what it is that we're talking about. If um, you're my heart surgeon and we're doing heart surgery right now and it's not a speed process because you're not doing the surgery because, oh my gosh, you have three minutes or I'm gonna die, you're simply 
repairing something and you have the time. Well, I'm looking for the, the heart surgeon that is patient and steady and is able to do exactly the right thing that they need to do to be able to fix my heart. What I'm not looking for is the person that's trying to do it so fast because they want to simply move on to the next person. And what I just explained to you is again, sales. That's what happens to a lot of salespeople. They, they don't have that patience. What they're doing is they're trying to close you as quickly yeah. as they can so they can go and close somebody else again. And that's what's wrong about selling. Let's be patient with that sale process. And remember that selling is not something that you do to somebody. Selling is something that you do for them. So, and again, that brings me back to product, productivity. I cannot push a person to be different I have to show them the why, be patient with them, yeah. and do it in the right manner to where they can have these values. So I love these values. What's the fourth one? Exactly. Um, the fourth one is a very important one that we find that many people struggle with, is discipline. And discipline for us means to actually do what you promised yourself to do at an earlier stage. Well, that's the most important thing. When you make... It, listen, you know, this is again two different things here, what I'm hearing. You tell somebody that you're going to do something, then you have to do it. You're a man and a woman of your word. Your word is your bond. You must do what you tell somebody that you're going to do. Crazy enough, what's even more important than that, you have to be a man or a woman to your own self. If you tell yourself, I'm going to show up today, I'm going to do something, I'm going to take action in it, then you must do that. Because what happens is if you don't, you're letting yourself down. And when you let yourself down, that destroys people's futures. It destroys their productivity. Why? I want you to imagine for a moment, all of you that are listening, has there ever been a time in your life where someone else let you down? And it could have been something small. Maybe you're supposed to go to lunch with them or you were to go to a movie with them and they just called you last minute and they just said, oh, I'm sorry, for whatever reason, I'm not able to be there anymore. Has that ever happened to you before? I know that you guys are thinking as you're listening to this, and I know right now you're saying, yeah, that's happened. But what I want you to do is I want you to feel. How did it feel when that person let you down, even on something as small as simply not going to lunch with you? It might have made you feel bad, sad, even mad. When you let yourself down, it's a hundred times worse than when somebody else lets you down. If you let yourself down, then I'm telling you right now, that destroys your future. And unfortunately, everything's a habit. So if you let yourself down the one time and you didn't physically die because of it, then your mind says, oh, you know what? It's okay to do that to myself again. Before we know it, we have no self-belief in ourselves, and we don't even know why. So that is discipline that you just talked about so important and it's why people need accountability it's why individuals need people like you to not only teach them how to be more productive but how to stay on target how to stay on plan how to stay on that right path of that discipline and it's also sometimes calling people out you see that somebody's letting themselves down, yeah. you need to call them out because it's not okay to do it. I'm telling you right now, there have been times in my life where I made a decision. I got up out of bed, I got in my car, and I drove to where I needed to go. I made that decision. You better believe that there have been times in my life where I became fearful, I became afraid, 
I, I, I started second guessing it. I might even started kind of getting the tremors and the shakes. My stomach even got upset. I will guarantee you one thing right now. I am a man of my word to myself. And if I make a commitment to do something, I'm going to do it. And when all of you start doing that exact same thing, your life will change. What's the fifth one? Fifth one is contribution. And contribution has everything to do with creating value, with giving more than you take. And uh, by creating value, you earn the right to receive value back. So I'm very interested to hear you speak about value and contribution. Well, that's why iCoaching ex exists. It really is. It, it is about giving back. It's contributing. If anyone has ever been to an event with me uh, where they come to either my home or to a retreat, a lodge, anything like that, where we're out of a hotel environment and they're with me for four days, five days, what they'll find is that nothing of the event is about me. I don't talk about me. I don't make the event about me. I literally make everything about that event about them. Everything is about them. Uh, you look at the five-day event that we're in right now. Today is the fifth day. Well, look at some of the things that we already did. On the second day of the event, we were at a location outside of my lake house. Now, at the lake house, my wife is there with my four-year-old and eight-month-old right now in the moment. So ideally, you wouldn't want to take 30 people over to your house when you know your wife is there with an eight-month-old and a four-year-old at nighttime. So it's a different thing to say, hey, let's go over there during the day and do it. But I just had this idea and I said, you know what? Let's bring 30 people over at nighttime. They're going to be there till 10, 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, we have young ones, which would obviously be going to bed way before that. It was an idea. And the idea was, you know, this is about them. They would love it. They would appreciate it. We could get them into a different environment. I reached out to my wife. Hey, would you be okay with doing this? Because I understand we've got the kitties. And she said, absolutely, let's do it. We brought everybody over there and it changed the dynamic of this event. That was thinking about the other person, not about myself. On the third day of the event, uh, we didn't even have this plan. Literally reached out to them with a day notice and said, you know what would be really cool is if we could have some live music at this event. Reached out to a local band a day before that, put it all together and brought all of the individuals in. Now it's not about the band that is what I did for somebody else. It's the fact that I am an introvert. I am a shy individual. I'm not a, a dancer, I'm not a singer, I don't sing well, I can sing, I think anyone can sing. Now do you sound good or not sound good is a totally different story. So imagine if I'm an introverted person, I'm going to go and pick up a microphone and sing in front of a group of 30 people. That's scary. Uh, and, and also in your mind you're going, how does it sound? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it really, really bad? You know, why did I do that? That wasn't for me. I did that for the other individuals, for them to be able to realize that if I can get out of that fear and I can have that courage, then so can you. And do you know what happened because we did that? A few minutes later, a 13-year-old in that group, she said, can I give that a try too? If I wouldn't have done that, she wouldn't have went up there and did that. Not only did a 13-year-old go up there, we then had two grown adults that said, well, could I play the drums? Could I play the guitar? It's because of the action that I did for the other individuals that helped them have that same kind of faith and courage in themselves to go up there and do it. And here's the reality. The 13-year-old, she rocked it. She was amazing. She was great. 
the individuals that went up there on the drum and the guitar and then ended up singing, they were phenomenal. And in terms of singing, he was 10 times better than me. And he got the whole crowd going and everybody was, you know, so again, it's doing things for others. When you do that, people see that you care for them. And, and that's, that's what influencing is all about. An influencer is not somebody that just leads. They lead by example. They show people this is what you should do in life. This is how you should live in life. This is how you should act in life. And then the other individuals go, I agree with these philosophies and let's do these same kind of things. It's very amazing. I'm so happy that you guys have this podcast now for people for all over the world because this is really a game changer. Even for myself, I've been doing this for 17 years and it's early in the morning before the class even starts. This is a great exercise regimen for me to get me motivated and pumped and amped up. So I really thank you for, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we love having you on here and we are all about value creation. Now imagine people listening to this, applying what they learned to their own business. It earns them thousands, tens of thousands extra. And we only spend one hour all together to create that value for the world. So thank you so much for participating in this. You're welcome. Thank you. And just before we wrap up, I just want to mention a few things that I coaching and consulting has done for me because I, I, I am wowed every single day. And those trainings that Damien and his amazing team created, they are so, so different. It's not only about educating. It's not only about having the fun. It's, it's way much more. You are building relationships. You are building community. I mean, you trust us. I was on your jet ski. I mean, who, who the heck would ever give to someone who you really do not know on a day-to-day basis a jet ski? And I could play with your kids. It was amazing. I know very well your wife and I'm so happy for that. But what you do even better is that you sit with people and you figure out the implementation plan for them. So after those three, four, five days events, they go back to their businesses, they go back home and they know which actions they have to take as of day one. And this is extraordinary because I know many companies where you come after three, four, five days event, notebook full of ideas, then where do I start? And you help people with that. Guys, when you want to know more, just go to iCoachingAndConsulting.com to find more information. I know, Damien, you are going on a huge tour. So where can people find you in, a, in the coming weeks and months? So again, the website, like you said, it's iCoachingConsulting.com. There's no and, so it's just I. So it's oh. E-Y-E, CoachingConsulting.com. Uh, also, they can go on to Facebook and find me through either Damien Elston or iCoachingAndConsulting.com. We have a tour that is starting here in America where we're going to be in Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Charlotte, uh, North Carolina here very soon. And then from there, we have a worldwide tour that's going to be happening that starts in September. And when we start that, it's going to be a lot of the United States. We're also going to be hitting Australia, South Africa, uh, Europe, and uh, Singapore, multiple different areas. So cool things to come. And again, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. You guys rock. Wow, what a powerful message. In the past 45 minutes, you've probably learned more hands-on sales tips than in all the sales courses you've previously attended. And stay connected with Damien by following iCoaching and Consulting on Facebook and Instagram. Be on the lookout for his transformational life events because Damien and his team of coaches will be on a tour and may come to a city nearby you. 
iCoaching and Consulting prepared a special offer for you. Check out the text below to see how you can become a master at branding, marketing and sales. You've heard about our amazing partners, the social media wizards of Black Palm Marketing. Your influence starts with brand awareness, so we ask them to prepare a unique offer for you as the listener of this podcast. Because the people who first see your social media page will look at the amount of followers to see how credible you are. So build your brand awareness and get thousands of real likes and followers on your social media. Click on the link below and get one week completely for free when enrolling with Black Palm Marketing. And we love interacting with our listeners. Well, Alexander and I were blown away by Damien's perspective on sales. As soon as we started to apply his tips, our business exploded. What is your biggest insight about sales and influence? Let us know by writing in the comments field below. Add hashtag the new way of selling, hashtag the influential executive and hashtag iCoaching. We choose the three most powerful insights and give them a shout out on all of our social media. For the next episode, well, you're <laughs> in for a treat. <laughs> we speak to the influencer of influencers. One of the most enthusiastic people we ever met. His story is one of extreme poverty and extreme wealth. And he shows you how to be as influential as he is. Don't miss a single episode and subscribe to the podcast on earnmoreworkless.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Now go out, influence people and have fun.